This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. Hey, Bolt fam. Welcome back to another edition of the Charged Up Bolts podcast, episode 139, which we've named Crushed. Before we get into all that, uh, I'm joined tonight by uh, Dan King with his incredibly bright hat on. How's it going, buddy? Well, if if the season, the outlook of the season is not bright, at least my hat is going to be. How it's are you very, doing, Was It's very it's always good to I, see I, you. I've got uh, not as quite as bright as yours, but I've, I've got the military nice. navy type uh, style hat. Um, it's that blue camo. Uh, nice. That's a good point. John has been very quiet since uh, the army beat the mm. navy last weekend. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> but we're here to talk about the disastrous Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I mean, I don't know where I want to start. I think we should start the fact that we've lost Justin Herbert for the season. Oh, uh, what, what a what a like turn of events that was. At least. At least the season that we've lost Justin Herbert for is already over. Like yeah. it's, we can't kid ourselves and think, oh yeah, if he just, oh if he'd played through that game and we'd still lost, then our season would be, you know, right there for the taking. Like at least if he's gonna get injured, it's the perfect time because it's it's not gonna look any good. Like he wasn't gonna save us. <laughs> the the offense has kind of been stalling. So, yeah, yeah. And I think that sort of defeat um, last weekend puts things into perspective because, as we spoke about before we came on air, Denver looked like a good football team, and they're only a game behind uh, the Chiefs. It's gonna, it's a two horse race for the uh, AFC West, which is even more depressing. The fact that we're you know five and eight. Tied with the Raiders, um, our next opponents. We'll get into that later on. I think it's great. We're third, like out of the four. Yeah, go us. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, some. I, I don't know where you want to start with uh, the the defeat, but I'll, I'll give you a couple of things that I picked up on. Um, giving up six sacks, Herbert took a ton of pressure. You know, leading to that injury. Um, over fifteen on third downs. And one of six and four thousand. I mean, that is just horrendous. We we thought those sort of days were gone, but no, they are alive and kicking with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, and we scored our first touchdown in the fourth quarter since the fourth quarter of week twelve against the Ravens. I mean, that's just we we also had um, our first rushing touchdown. Like I jokingly said. Oh, we've not had a rushing touchdown since the Detroit game. What are the chances we get one tonight? And then, like twenty minutes later, there we well, go. Well, to be fair, uh, Eckler' his performance uh, won me a uh, game in in fantasy <laughs> on uh, Sunday. So there's always a silver lining. Um, I had too many charges in my lineup. I am not winning anything. <laughs> no, no, um, and, and I think that we, we were so, super buoyant, weren't we? Heading into week one of this season. Um, uh, you know, and I think it's great to see Philip Rivers there, but from a sort of a nostalgic point of view, but the fact what a game that... to put on for Rivers and Gates and LT, and yeah, let's really show the guys what we can do. Yeah, it's <laughs> not great, was it? Not great. Um, 
So, Easton Stick finished 13 of 24, 179 yards. He was sacked twice. Yeah, to be uh, fair, he had, a, he had a few moments that were scary and you're like, okay, yeah, this isn't going to work out. But for the most part, he did okay. Yeah. He did as, as well as you could expect a backup to do and no worse than that. Like, that, what was it? His first passing attempt was um, stripped and then pulled back and actually called as incomplete. Yeah. Um, which then obviously didn't happen uh, for later on. Uh, it did actually get stripped. But, um, yeah, he he looked scared a few times, but he did okay. I mean, that pass to Quentin Johnson, I mean, not only did he throw it deep, 57 yards, but QJ caught it. And well, the he, next play. Well, he did average uh, 30.3 yards a play, QJ. Uh, mm, three big play, QJ. Yeah, three receptions <laughs> for 91 yards. He only had four targets, but that's why we drafted him in the first round. You know, catch that yeah. football. Um, and, and look, the season might be lost. We might have lost to the Raiders. Uh, sorry, uh, to the Broncos. But now it's a time for... Those players who haven't got a lot of experience, the likes of QJ, the other rookies, um, to go out there and, and try and enjoy what's the rest of the season. Because before we know it, it'll be the Super Bowl. And then that'll be it then for six, seven, eight months. There'll be no more football. Um, so, you know, uh, I mean, what, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw this, Dan. Justin Herbert, QBR rating. Do you know what it was? I what? don't, but I know he completed like nine passes, wasn't it? 1.5. <laughs> that's ESPN's QBR rating. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> terrible night for, for Herbert. Um, he's got a way now to have uh, uh, surgery. Um, he'll be recovering. And we'll see what happens next year. Um, I think a lot of people are going to write him off outside of the Chargers building. But it, I it, think the most disappointing quarterbacking performance, though, that we saw at the weekend was Keenan Allen. O of no, one. O of one. He was perfect on the season. Still, a, QB, still <laughs> a QBR rating of five, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, lack of a rushing game again. 19 carries to 76 yards. Yeah, at uh, least at least Eckler had a bit more going, but I think it was mostly like... Well, you're not going to beat us through the air with Easton Stick necessarily. So, yeah, sure. Um, of course, QJ did then set up that 57-yard pass, but it was yeah. a lot of rushing at that point. What, 5.1 yards carry, was it? He ended up on Eckler, just loading it up now. Yeah, 5.1 yards a carry. So, better than he has been for the rest of the year. But still, it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest because it didn't, it didn't seem like it really mattered. Um, and then Cleo Mack had an off day with no sacks. Uh, Kenneth Murray with a sack and two QB hits. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Cleo Mack did still have a good game. He was still graded yeah, PFF solid. at 85.8. So he just, yeah, he just didn't have any actual sacks in the end. He still had five pressures, um, batted a pass, and yeah, he, he still had a decent, a decent showing, I think. I think it's, it's, it's clearly between. Uh, Khalil Mack and Austin Eckler for the uh, Chargers MVP of the season. Those two will win their respective defense and offense MVPs. But you know, standout players. Um, but uh, yeah, very very disappointing all round. But 
Had you had you looked too much at the grades from from this weekend just gone? Yeah, because I, the one I, that stands out to me is our lowest graded player on defense was Derwin James Jr. Yeah, with a PFF grade of thirty. Yeah, um, which is just so bad. Like he was going for tackles and just completely whiffing, bouncing off guys. It was just like, what is happening? He ended up with um, seven tackles, but it felt like it should have been a lot more. Uh, his, yeah. uh, what is the stat? Missed tackles. It says he only missed 18%, but it felt like a lot more um, because they were on big plays. And it was just, it was just concerning. It was just like this, this scheme, this whole situation is, is weird. I don't know how much of it has to do with Kenneth Murray still having the green dot. It's clearly not really working for Murray. He's not playing great. It's not working for Derwin not having that green dot. Dad, I, I think until Staley's moved on, I don't yeah, think we won't, know. Change. we won't know. No, we're not going to know. And, and here we are again. You know, the season's not even finished and we're already talking about 2024, <laughs> which, is, which is a bit of alarming. But... Um, on the other side of the ball, pass blocking, um, Will Clapp gave up four pressures, despite the fact that Slater gave up one pressure on the left-hand side of the, the, the front five. The right-hand side got absolutely torched. Trey Pipkins gave up seven pressures, including the sack. Oh, yeah, it was, it and was and Solia gave up six pressures, including the sack. And, you know, it's... Um, I don't know what's going to happen at centre next season, whether or not Corley will come back, but clearly we're going to have to um, dig deep and and find some quality there at centre. Even if Corey comes back for 2024, I think Claps days, in my opinion, um, he's he's not what's required um, in pass protection. He's... No, his pass protection leaves a lot to be desired. His run blocking was was good. Um, I think he got a few a few holes created for Eckler um, when we decided to run Eckler up the middle. But that again comes down to the what on earth is the play calling? Sometimes why are we so set on running Eckler up the middle? That 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 uh, reminds me actually we had what was it for the majority of Herbert's possessions when he was still in the game in that first quarter and a bit was very run heavy yeah yeah as soon as eastern stick comes in we're like well let's just throw it his first three plays were all throws and i was like i know what what is happening like why why is this the decision we've gone all our starting quarterbacks out for a few plays at least let's not now be conservative let's just yeet it down the end and hope for the best and it was just it was just bizarre yes it's just something not right. It's something not right. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about um, Brandon Staley in a bit, but it's a conundrum. It's an enigma, whatever you want to call it. It's it's very strange. Um, big shout out to Mike Davis, by the way. He was, he oh, was yeah. phenomenal. You know, that uh, first play? Yeah. <laughs> just out of nowhere, straight in there, ripping the ball away. I think... I think he was one of three players or four players to have 67 snaps. Um, but Thule dropped off. He's dropped off a cliff, hasn't he? Yeah, whether it's that um, teams have figured out now to 
um, how to deal with Tuli or whether it's just like he's getting a lot more snaps than was anticipated going into the season. And it's just catching up with him because he is only a rookie. They always say there is that rookie wall. Yeah, growing pains as it's known in the game. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's definitely got potential. And, and again, he, he's another one, a bit like QJ. Um, he's now going to go out for the last few games of the season and try and enjoy it. Um, and it's almost like now players are just jockeying for a sort of a personal milestone um, because the, the team's done. I mean, we, we might as well, that's a great segue now. We, we go on to the game, which is only a few hours away. Um, which is wild. Are... Yet another another game. It feels like we've had a million games not on a Sunday at 9pm. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it is it is that. So it's the Las Vegas Raiders, five and eight, four and three at home. Chargers are three and three on the road. Um, Dan, we were discussing this before we came on air. ESPN analytics gave the give the bolts 57% chance of winning. Wow. Which I, I find astounding because yes, um the Raiders are not in a great spot. We've we've both got the same record. We're both what five and eight. Um and neither team is in a great situation with the quarterback, but it's still in Vegas. So I guess it, I guess you could take from it the Raiders last game where the Las Vegas Raiders were outscored by their ice hockey team who scored a point <laughs> at the weekend and the Raiders did not. Um, so I, I can see it, but I do think that there's a big drop off from the talent we had like last time we played the Raiders to the talent we have now. And Last time we played the Raiders, we still only won by one score. It's not like we blew them away. It was 24-17 and we were at home. Um, but to have Easton Stick at quarterback, our receiver core to be what Josh Palmer, who's just back from IR, QJ, and maybe Guyton? I don't know. Um, what's the other guy's name? I'm blanking on his name. The... Uh, is it Ericsson? Yeah, Alex Ericsson, Ericsson who's yeah. made like, I think, what, this was the third game we'd seen him in in a row. Um, and he didn't, I don't think he had a catch this week, but he had like one catch in each of the two games before. Um, I think the tight end's going to be getting a lot of receptions. Oh, yeah, I think so. And Eckler. Um, <laughs> and Eckler, of course. Yeah. So so the Bolts are uh, plus three against the spread. Um, the over-under, unsurprisingly, is 34 and a half. As you quite rightly pointed out, Dan, the uh, for those of you you haven't been following the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders, they were blown away three to zip in the lowest scoring NFL game for sixteen years. You know, um, and I thought our game the week before six zip was was bad. Yeah, <laughs> this is this. I, I can't see many people tuning in on Prime. For, for Thursday night football, I think those that do will either be bored or they'll be Chargers or Raiders fans. Um, because the, yeah, the, the, this speaking is... of the Raiders game, it, it's like, um, the three nil, like it was so so astounding that it was that lower scoring game that I even got stopped to work and was like, Dan, did I see it right? Was there an NFL game that ended three nothing? I was like, it surprising, yes. Yes, the Spurs game had a higher score 
than the Raiders game. Tottenham Hotspur, not San Antonio Spurs. I mean, but still, probably either way. Well, listen, if Stick goes down... Max Duggan. Max oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Show the NFL what he can do. Oh, stranger, oh. stranger things have happened in football. Either way, I don't... Do we have anyone else on the it. roster we could just throw in there? As well, like, Keenan Allen, but he's injured. He's injured, yeah, he's out. <laughs> I have seen uh, I have seen Derwin James toss the football in uh, in, in practice, but uh, I don't I don't think Justin Herbert can. He needs to worry about his sit on the sidelines, you know, worrying about his 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 uh, position as a start. Donald QB. Parham throwing balls. I mean, the guy's a giant. He could probably just reach over and pass it to someone. Although. Maybe he'd still have like a league leading amount of batted passes. Well, I mean, look, they got Raiders have got Aiden O'Connell. Who, true, true. Who, who got um, terrorized by Cleo Mack. Yeah. Um, and and that's three nil three to three to zip defeat can, Minnesota. You know, who knows what's gonna to happen tonight? It, it ain't gonna be a shooter. Yeah. It ain't gonna be you, you can definitely imagine Ma- uh, Cleo Mack having some words ready primed for the o-line and for o'connell just to really just kind of get in their head so great stat for you. you're gonna love this o'connell, i love all stats o'connell has had six starts right done mm-hmm. four touchdowns and seven interceptions what a powerhouse so you know it's <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this one it's yeah he he, I'm looking at his um, his ratings now, and he has a much better rating in a clean pocket, obviously. So we really do need to just pressure, 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 and just blitz every play. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We lose. Ah, well, we'll still well, learn stuff from it. it. Talk about milestones. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great to have Keen Allen in there tonight? You know, mm. lead the NFL with with 108 receptions, over 1,200 yards. You know, seven touchdowns. We said, didn't we, last week, can he get to double digits? Well, he ain't playing tonight. Yeah, it's less so likely now. It's, Herbert's it's, out. So. Herbert's out. It's, it's just always, I think I said this a few times last season, giveth and take away. When something good happens to the Chargers, it's taken away on the other hand. And, and that is a real problem. I mean... I've just, it, I've just had a look at one <laughs> stat that has just blown my mind a little bit. Keenan Allen on the year has 1,243 receiving yards. Yep. Our entire rushing offense is 1,248. There are five yards difference between Keenan Allen and the run game. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Char- charges have, have been really inept this season. They've had, they haven't had a balanced offense. And it's it's showing by our record and the fact that we're, we're not able to generate many points um it's 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 not good it's not good but i think it's a coin toss tonight who's going to win this game um clearly max crosby he's going to be out to um make his mark you know Khalil, uh, Khalil mac he'll want to do the same um so who hey, knows but dan i mean the, 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 as it stands the, the, the Chargers have got, did you say 3% chance of making the playoffs? I think it was, I think I saw 2% on the NFL's yeah. website. We're not, we're not making the playoffs this season, unfortunately. 
So the, unless, uh, like miracle. Yeah, uh, I think I think we're gonna have a a very long slow evening, um, and then I don't I don't think that we've got a winnable game on this schedule. I mean, what we've still got the Bills next week, then the Broncos again, then the Chiefs. Yeah, Bills so, on Saturday. Um... Raiders, Bills, Broncos, Chiefs. I think there's four very losable games there. And oh it's yeah! How far down the down the standings do we end up? Well, I think um, which I think I, I'm obviously I'm not rooting for that. I want I still want to see us go out and win. Yeah, but like it's not but, great. It's, it's not great. We're now we're now in a position where we are looking at a possibly a top six pick, as we found ourselves yeah. in in 2020 when we drafted Justin Herbert. So, you know, in that disastrous season... We currently hold the ninth pick, I think. Yeah, I think uh, we'll fall. Like you the, said... The wild one is the Bears having two of the top eight picks because of the Panthers' madness to trade away everything. Um, Patriots, Cardinals, Commanders, Titans. But there's so many teams with the same... same uh, well, here we are. Here we are. Headed into... Um, are we in week 15? That sounds about right. We oh there's what there's 18 weeks now, so 15, 16, yeah, we're in week 18, 15, yeah, right. week 15. So here's a tell of the tape. The New England Patriots are the only team in the AFC that have been eliminated for the playoff race. Okay. So yeah, mathematically, we could still make it. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Um on the other side of the uh league. Carolina, they've been eliminated, and mm-hmm. um, the 49ers are on fire, have, have clinched a playoff berth, but that's yeah. the only playoff picture we know at the moment. So, go yeah, back it's to a very Ash- condensed league this year in terms yeah. of the spread of of scores and stats. I mean, I, the wild thing is we've we've scored the same amount of points as we've allowed this year. You just took is... the words right out of my mouth. I was about to say <laughs> the same thing. I think we are the only team in the entire NFL with a neutral uh, differential. Yep. So, uh, interestingly, Baltimore it's... Ravens plus 143, Cowboys plus 188. Wow. The, the Cowboys, though, that's wild. Like, Dak Prescott has been playing lights out, and it really does have to throw some some questions about... We've, we've picked up Kellen Moore on the basis that he's really been this power like house of a coach an offensive coordinator for the cowboys but they're doing really well without him yeah like dak is thriving dak hasn't played this well and we're definitely seeing some some cracks in what we're getting and it's like okay everything needs assessing here Uh, but then we're gonna end up with a new head coach so who knows if more's even in their plans well going back to division um yeah yeah of course the the only team in our division uh, with a winning record is the Broncos. Chiefs have lost two. We've lost one. The Raiders have lost three. Chiefs mm-hmm. have uh, the Patriots this weekend, so you could quite easily say that they're going to... Although the Patriots uh, li- won last week. Well, <laughs> strange things Somehow. Happen. I, I, can, I can see, I can see uh, Kansas City moving to uh, nine and five. Um, so, you know, and then who, who've Denver got? Lions, oh, tasty. Yeah, that'll be a good one because the Lions have been really hit or miss. They've been 
up in games and then thrown it away. They've been down in games and then somehow pulled it back. Um, and I, I just have no confidence in what way that would go because I think both teams have the potential to win that. It'll be interesting so, seeing um, teams on the same record as us. Like you look at the Bears, they've got Joe Flacco and the Browns this week, um, which is a weird sentence to say in, in and of itself. The Jets won big last week against the Texans. Um, and that wasn't just because of CJ Stroud going out with a concussion, because that was a fourth quarter thing. So, I mean, all this does matter because it, it's going to have permutations on, on our draft pick. Uh in April, and yeah, yeah, I I have no clue where we need to go at this moment in time. You know, everywhere. Well, this is it. We this need O line. We need we, running back. We, we need, need running back. Receivers. We need. Um, we, we we might need. We we, we, we might need an edge rusher if Khalil Mack disappears off the roster. Yeah. We, need we might need Cole. a linebacker if they cut Kenneth Murray. When when they cut Kenneth? Murray. Well, when they you know, <laughs> and, and this is the thing, I think whatever happens come week eighteen, Staley needs to be given the bullet immediately. Yeah, that Monday, GM, that what is it? Black Monday, Black Monday after the after yeah. the season is going to be. There's hopefully going to be some catharsis there of just like okay, that's done. Let's quickly get in a new GM and get them prepping for the draft. There's there's a lot of work to do for anyone coming into the Chargers building. You know, ass assessing the roster from top to bottom. Um, you know, like Keenan Allen, will he have another season like he's had this year? I don't know. But um, before we go on to um, predictions of that for tonight's game, we might as well talk about the, the Brandon Staley situation. He's currently 24 and 23. Um, that's his charges record. But here's the thing, Dan, right? And I was having a nice little read um, on one of the uh, premier NFL websites today. And they were talking about, you know, who could, who's on the hot seat, um, who could possibly come in to the mm -hmm. Chargers. And there's, there's two names that I've read on there. And I don't agree with either of them, to be fair. One is Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to pay him the money that he'll want. I, I just don't. I just I just don't see it. The other one, I don't think he's got anything to give, and I, I'm not being disrespectful. I think he's 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 a veteran. We mentioned him last week. I just don't think he's got the energy. Belichick. Yeah, they're they're both interesting. I don't. I, I honestly can't tell you really anything about Harbour and how things have been going in Michigan. I presume all right. Um, well, number one ranked team. Are they? I have not paid attention to the the final standings this year and the the apart from the like whole Florida State thing. Um, that's kind of a I'll get to the college stuff in a month, uh, maybe two. Well, probably not two now. Now that the Chargers are five and eight, uh, it'll probably be one month. Um, but with Belichick, it's just like yes. All-time great, sure. One of the best ever, if not the best ever. But he's got nothing to prove. He's got... Yeah, he, he wouldn't want to leave the league on a losing season, maybe. But I don't know that he would necessarily want to take anything. I know, it's, just, it's just weird, because there's... It's 
it's one guy who hasn't been in the league for a few years and one guy who has nothing left to prove because he's done everything and doesn't need to prove anything. Because it's no matter if the Patriots lose the rest of their games this year and end up, uh, what, three and 14, people aren't going to think less of Belichick as a result. He's still going to be the guy that led the Patriots yeah, exactly. to a million Super Bowls. That, that, that dynasty that he built there with, with Tom Brady and Gronk and the likes, that was never going to last forever anyway. No, and, you know, you, and they never you see do. some of the stuff like, um, what was it? There was a, I saw a graphic that was like leading tacklers in the playoffs. And it's like, it's mostly Patriots because yeah. of Belichick yeah. and what he's done with defenses and in particular secondaries. I, um, I just think if you're coming into the Chargers building, you're going to need a ton of uh, enthusiasm, which is what Brandon Staley had, but clearly... Yeah hasn't got the formula. Um, Which is also true with Anthony Lynn. He came in like, yeah, we're going to run and stuff. I think, you know, if you're going to compare the two, I preferred Staley's style of leadership. Um, just is a personal opinion. Yeah, but, no, I'm with you. Um, you know, for, for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. Well, there's, there's many reasons why it didn't work out. And there's I no mean, guarantees. Three last head coaches, I think he's had the best leadership, yeah, and the best kind of command of what's going on. But at the same time, it's like, okay, it's the best of a bad bunch. It's not great. Mike McCoy, yeah. the guy always wearing a visor, always looking a bit lost. Yeah, that was um, that was that was terrible. Mm. I say, what's North Mc, Turner up to these days? McNorv, <laughs> oh dear, don't. But no, I think even if you bring in Jim Harborg. There's, there's no guarantee of success. And whoever comes in is going to have a three- or four-year building plan, and we're, we're back to where yeah. we are now. John said it about five, six weeks ago on the podcast. Get get rid of everyone. Get, get you know Start again. Clearly, you're not going to get rid of the likes of Justin Herbert. No. You, no. You're going to hang on to you know a core nucleus of players, but get rid of the high earners, the, the, the Joey Boses of this world. Uh, and start again, and that you know, it's up. It would be up to a new GM to come in and and try and negotiate a a uh, a war room strategy that will garner some results, and that means victories. But even then, I'm going to keep saying it until the day I die. The NFL draft is a complete lottery. Oh, what, for sure. What you see is not necessarily what you get. And we, we've seen this time and time again. You know, how, how many times? I mean, if you look at all the Chargers' first round picks for the last 10 years, there ain't too many to sing about, is there? Let's be honest. No, Danny Lee Jesus Fluker. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. You know, um, yeah. so even if we were to, to trade up, even if we were to get some draft capital from from a trade, you know, a couple of second round picks or whatever. I don't know that there's, there's no guarantees. Um, you know, I, I, I think a lot of it, Dan, is it comes down to uh, fortune. You know, when, when the Rams won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, Les Snead bought in um, the GM bought in uh, Eric Weddle and, and Von Miller, you know, it, that was the catalyst to take them to the next level. Yeah. Chargers don't need two or three players. The Chargers probably need 20 or 30. Well, probably at least uh, at least ten. Yeah, players. there's 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 big holes across the board. There's there's some as you mentioned, there's some core guys there who you just would not move on because 
they're too important to to the whole identity of the team. Your Herberts. Um, I don't see the team moving on from someone like Mike Williams. Just, I don't see it happening. I see like even a new head coach coming in, new GM coming in, can see that guy wins balls. Yeah, I, I, it's just I, how he is. I'll tell you why I think we'll re-sign Mike Williams for the same reason we re-signed this year. I think there's there's too many areas of concern. There's too many holes on the roster. Yeah, yeah. you can't afford to get rid of a high B tier player. No, Mike, 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 when he's healthy, he's almost unplayable. And um, in a good way as well. Not like, yeah. not like um, an Eastern stick who is unplayable. Yeah. And I'm being too harsh on stick. He was fine. <laughs> you, you know, going back to Staley, he has had a lot of um, issues, uh, problems to deal with injuries, you know, um, but he has also made a rod for his own back first with the fourth and Staley's, then the defensive side of it. Listen, and now no Garrett, listen, who knows? Who knows? We might end up with a new GM and the same we head coach. We desperately need a new GM. We desperately need a new GM. Well, according according to wherever you read, Ron Riviera is the hottest seat in the in the NFL. Obviously, four years at Washington. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Ron should come to to us. I think he's time. come back to us. Yeah, come back to us. I don't think Ron will will come to the to uh, the Chargers. I wouldn't be against it. I, I love Ron Rivera, <laughs> but I, but I would argue that the Chargers uh, head coaching spot is the hottest uh, seat in the NFL, uh, and maybe maybe because of the likes of Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, uh, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, maybe our Roster's been overhyped by the media, by us, you know, by the fan base. Um, yeah, I don't think you're wrong there. there. There's um, there's one small point I wanted to make before I forget about it. Is um, is I really hope that this Herbert injury and the forcing us to play Eastern Stick doesn't then provide more leeway for Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley in the event that we lose all four of these games. Because you can imagine there's it raises the argument, oh, we wouldn't have lost all four if we'd had Justin Herbert. And it's I just hope it doesn't provide that extra, well, okay, we'll give him another chance because he didn't have his quarterback. So is it, right, that's a good point, actually. And let's just play devil's advocate and say, Tom Tesco and Brandon Stay stick around for 2024. Let's just say that, that the ownership doesn't move on from those two. They're, they're only going to get one more season after that anyway, surely. Oh, for surely. Sure, yeah. You know, it, it, it's not a winning formula um, with what we've got, you know, and even if we were to have very few injuries next year, which is almost impossible in the National Football League, you know, there's... I mean, you just have to look at the amount of quarterbacks this year. Or a time. Gone. Well, I know, it's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, we're seeing DeVito in, in New York with the Giants. That's not what I would have expected. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, you could basically go through the entire league and it's probably about 65% that have lost the quarterback at some point. Yeah, and I think, you know, in, in terms of the actual season itself, it's been very, very strange. Very, very strange. And unpredictable, as, as we, we always say. It's one of the reasons why we love the NFL. But... Yeah, I think um, 
only the Chargers ownership will know what's happening with Telesco and Brandon Staley, but this feels like now the time to move on, have a reset, complete reset. And then that, that's the case if we lose tonight, Dan, do we then just tank? Yeah, I mean, I think no team, no coaching staff, no players are out there to lose. Everyone is out there to win regardless. Everyone can can want that, oh yeah, we can, we can get a better pick, but I don't think you're ever going to find a coach that is worth a damn who's going to going to take that approach now i would love to have a higher pick i'd love to have a higher, or, or lower pick i guess uh one of the first five for sure but i don't know i think we're going to end up there anyway yeah I think regardless it... of if we're trying to tank or not i don't think that we would beat the bills i don't think we would beat the broncos and i don't think we would beat the chiefs yeah, I think as well, it's, it's it's probably an overused term tank because it is it is quite hard to do because if, if you if you play half-heartedly in the NFL, although it does look like it sometimes, you are going to get really hurt, you know, mm-hmm. hurt beyond your wildest dreams. And yeah, you, you know, need it, to be tense in in the tackles. You need to be everything needs to be done a hundred percent, or you're going to get run over. You're going to get flattened. You're going to get injuries. Yeah, it's not good. Anyway, Raiders. Charges, it's got it's got it's got a zero zero tie written all over it. What's your predictions, Dan? Nine seven Raiders. Oh, that, that's really mm. interesting. I was going 10-7 Raiders. <laughs> Look, it's it's not gonna be a high scoring game, he says. As everyone uh, I mean, what was the over under? 34, you say definitely half, take yeah. the under on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you've got to historically these uh, two what are we expecting? Are... Like a Darius Davis pair of return touchdowns. And JK to just punt us into glory. I mean, at the end of the day, if you look at it, if you look at it with, if you try and do, you know, our mantra of a glass half full mentality, East Six got nothing to prove because, you know, it's not like the Chargers are sat at the top of the AFC West and we just lost Justin Herbert. Like, oh, yeah. oh, holy crap. Yeah, it's, you know? the season isn't on the line. No, like, exactly that. So, Again, he can he can go out there and, and enjoy his football. Maybe it's what uh, QJ needs as well to know that yeah. there is less pressure because you know you're still going to be here next year with a new coaching staff and new GM, regardless. So I think there's go a, there's, out there and ball out because you you can't be worse. I think there's a couple of teams out in the NFL um, with a lot of baggage because they haven't won that illustrious Super Bowl. Bills being one, Chargers being the other, mm-hmm. um, you know, and whether or not that's talked about in the WhatsApp groups, whether it's talked about in the locker room or in, in private in general within the team, it's like we, we've never won. We're going to be the first, you know, first uh, team in franchise history to win the Super Bowl. Same in Buffalo. It, it Does it have an effect on certain players? Maybe. Some players are probably just thinking, I don't give a monkey's. I'm earning $40 million a year. I don't care whether or not we win the Super Bowl or not. They're not baseball players. I'm not saying that's the case, but we know, I I know a fact that, you know, reading uh, about soccer players in history that have played the game and gone, as long as I was getting paid, I don't care whether we win, lose, or or tie, you know? So, but I do think with the Chargers, there's an element of, of heavy expectations. Um, and probably more so because of the roster that we assembled for this season. And we all thought we were going to do really well. 
you know, always more of a focus on because of the LA thing as well. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that we got a, you know, people are going to argue with me now and say Herbert's not a tier one QB. All right. He wasn't good this year and he wasn't great last season, but, you know, um, he's got to bounce back with vengeance yeah. next year. Um, and and he, when he's when he's healthy, he looks good. When he's upright, he looks good. So when he's under pressure, he looks good. Yeah, he does. He does. Protect those hands. Well, there we go, buddy. I'm going to get this out um, so the listeners can tune in as they're driving to the stadium. Um, we'll be back next to week. The toilet bowl. The toilet bowl. Yeah. The rumba, whatever you want to call it. I did. It was on my bucket list to get it to Vegas to watch the Chargers. Maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think give give tonight a miss. Give to, enjoy the game, mate. Don't give and, tonight uh, a miss. <laughs> are, are, you, are you staying up? I will not be staying up. No, I do have work um, from home, but work still. Um, so I will record the game and watch it throughout the day tomorrow and then regret it inevitably. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you've been listening to Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up and enjoy the game. Bolt up. This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up.